<laughs> throwing that out there. Well, if you would turn in your Bibles with me to Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 8, that is where you will find the text for our message today. And I'm actually reading this out of the New Living Translation, which is a little bit different translation than what you have in the Bibles that are on the pews in front of you. But if you would turn with me, and I will ask you to stand one more time for the reading of the word this morning. Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 8. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Let us pray. Hide me behind your cross, Lord. Let these words be your heart in my voice to your people. In your name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Well, today we're celebrating going back to school. And I have gone back to school a lot of times in my life. Uh, and I actually went to a different school 13 different times in my life. I went to 13 different schools before I graduated from high school. And I... Uh, I can't even tell you that I specifically remember any of those first days all that well, but um, I remember feeling nervous and apprehensive just about every single time I went back to school. And I know that as our kids get ready to go back to school this year, that many of them are feeling nervous and apprehensive. And their parents might be having some nervous energy as well, maybe a little bit of apprehension as well. And so I chose this message today, this passage of scripture, because there is only one way to kind of avoid crippling anxiety from uh, being worried about something in particular. And um, aside from medication, and some people do need medication to alleviate their anxiety, but aside from medication, God tells us that when we're worrying for the sake of worrying, when we're spending a lot of time just kind of struggling with worry as something that keeps us from doing anything, that we have an alternative. And God says, here's what you can do. Pray, tell God what you need, and thank him for all he has done. It's a pretty simple formula, and if you think about it, well, if, you, if you're worrying about something that you need, and you tell God that you need it, and then thank him for doing it, you pretty much don't have anything to worry about anymore, right? Amen. 
I still think that, um, you know, we live in a day and age where sometimes even going to school can feel a little bit scary. And uh, many times I think our children go off to school and they worry about things that maybe some of us didn't have to worry about when we went to school. They worry about other people being really mean. Uh, I told a story earlier this week at uh, uh, Sensei Steve's karate class when I was inviting them to the service this morning about uh, sometimes it's really hard when people give us mean nicknames. And so we were talking a little bit about that, and I uh, shared with them the nickname that I had when I was growing up that my sisters gave me because they loved me the most of anyone. <laughs> and that is um, Woody Woodpecker. And if you don't know, Woody Woodpecker has red hair, just like me. And so I don't think they were trying to say that I was... Um, too much of a talker, but they might have been. I don't know. But Woody the Woodpecker was my nickname for a very long time when I was going to school. Which, as you can imagine, when I would go to a new school, my sisters were very quick to make sure everyone knew that that should be my nickname. Uh, Thirteen times that happened, in fact. Just insane. <laughs> in any case... Um, I love my sisters dearly, and um, uh, I may not let them hear this message anytime soon. Uh, but the thing of it is, is that when we go to a situation like school or a new circumstance, and we have these worries about what other people are going to think about us, or whether or not we can afford to have all of the really fancy things that everybody thinks that we should, when we start getting bogged down in those kinds of things, we forget about the most important thing about us. And that is that God loves us. And because God loves us, we don't have to worry about those things. We can instead tell God all about it. And when we do, when we tell God what's happening... God has promised that we will have peace. I love that uh, when Paul was writing this letter, Paul was in prison. And Paul was um, experiencing some of the really, really hard things in life. And he says, don't worry about anything, but he knows that eventually he's going to be probably executed for what he believes. But he's, been, he's telling everybody, hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about me. I'm not worried about me. Instead, let's pray. But he doesn't say that God's going to take him out of prison or that God's going to save him from what's happening. And God might not make your bully change their mind or like he didn't change my sister's tune about calling me Woody Woodpecker. I'm really not bitter, but I feel like, <laughs> uh, but I, I guess it bothered me more than I thought it did. <laughs> but, but what God does is God gives you peace in the middle of that. And so one of the things that we're doing today is, uh, is we're handing out these little bookmark things. You can attach them to your backpack. You can put them in your textbooks. You can do whatever you want. They remind you that God loves you. They remind you that you've been prayed for. And there's a little blessing on the bottom. 
But on the very back, this Bible verse, Philippians 4, 6, is on the very back. And it's a reminder that when you are walking through some of these difficult things, because, you know, algebra is hard. Uh, English sometimes is hard. Reading is hard. School sometimes is just really difficult. Not only because of the subjects you have to study, but because of the people that you have to deal with and encounter. But if you take a look at this card, this little thing that you're going to carry with you, and you say, I don't have to worry about this, because God can give me peace even in the middle of this moment. It says, pray about everything. Tell God all about it. Tell God what you need. God knows what you need, by the way. God's pretty good at knowing things. But sometimes it's really helpful to tell God what you need. Uh, I have a friend who has a therapist, and she hasn't seen her therapist in a few weeks. And some of us can tell. (coughs) But part of the reason why we can tell is because when she goes to her therapist, she tells them all the things that bug her. And when she doesn't get a chance to do that, sometimes it's a struggle for her later. So when we pray, God's not just a therapist, but God actually can act for us. But God says, tell me what you need. Because God recognizes that sometimes it's in our very nature to need to articulate, to say out loud what it is that we need. So tell God what you need. And then the third thing God tells us to do, and I think this is really probably one of the most important parts of this, is to thank him for all he's done. Someone told me recently, and I can't remember who it was or I would give them credit, that it's really hard to complain when you're being grateful. I don't know about you, but I, uh, I know some people who are, um, who are really great at complaining. Uh, in fact, um, they find a way to complain to me a lot about things. But when we have a spirit of gratitude, when we actually take our complaints and instead of complaining about them, we turn them into things we can be thankful for. It changes our perspective. And I think that's what God is kind of trying to give us that idea here. He's saying, look, if you are expressing thankfulness to me, not only do you kind of lose some of that anxiety that you have about all the things that are happening, not only do you sort of, uh, sort of find yourself in a different place of not being able to complain about it, but it, it changes your perspective, and that's how you experience God's peace. You start to feel different even though your circumstances haven't changed. You start to recognize God with you, even though the things that you need maybe haven't been resolved, the things you're worried about haven't necessarily disappeared. 
But instead, you have changed. God's power has changed how you think about the things that you were going through. And that's really all we're trying to do today is remind you that you can carry God's power with you. And it's not a magic thing to access. All you have to do is say, God, I need you. And the next thing you know, your heart starts to feel at peace. Because that's how God works. God is uh, willing and able to change all of us from the inside out. And that's a grand gift. A grand gift that not only changes how we experience the things that are going on around us, but change how other people experience us. Because when you've met someone who is living under the umbrella of God's peace, you can tell. And you know it. So today, ordinarily in our services, we conclude with a, um, an, a communion service. Today we're going to do this a little bit differently because we are going to do this as a blessing And so I'm going to ask any of the children who are here or anyone who would like to receive a blessing, maybe on someone else's behalf, maybe on your own behalf, maybe you work in a school or you're around a school or you know of a school, you're you're welcome to come to the front pew. I'm just going to have you come up front. And I'm um, I'm going to do the prayer of blessing over everyone that is on the back page of this And I'm going to also bless the tags and the backpacks that are in the front. So if you're here and you wouldn't mind coming up to the front pew, um, especially if you're getting ready to go back to school, come on up. And what I'm going to do is I I just have an assortment of backpacks, and these just sort of represent backpacks. Uh, Some of them belong specifically to some of you, and some of them are just um, general backpacks. Um, A couple of these are mine. So um, they just kind of represent backpacks in general. I'm going to pray over the backpacks. I'm going to pray over the tags. And I'm praying over each of you. So I'm going to move around a little bit as I'm saying the prayer. Um, It's on the back of your bulletin, so if you want to follow along, you can. I'm just going to read exactly this prayer. God of wisdom, we give you thanks for schools and classrooms and for the teachers and students like Mo who fill them each day. We thank you for this new beginning for new books and new ideas. We thank you for sharpened pencils, pointy crayons, crisp blank pages waiting to be filled. We thank you for the gift of making mistakes and trying again. 
Help us to remember that asking the right questions is often just as important as giving the right answers. Today, we give you thanks for these, your children. And we ask you to bless them with curiosity, understanding, and respect. May their backpacks be assigned to them that they have everything they need to learn and grow this year in school, and that they are loved by you, by their family, and by the church. May they be guided by your love and show that love to others as they learn and grow this year. May all they do this year be a reflection of you in their lives. We pray your protection and grace be upon them. Let every moment of the school year to come be a testament to your grace, love, and mercy. All this we ask in the name of Jesus, who as a child in the temple showed his longing to learn about you, and as an adult taught by story and example your great love for us. Amen. Amen. You may come and take a tag if you're up front or if you're anywhere in the sanctuary, and then you are dismissed. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you.